Building approvals here in Australia have fallen to a decade low. And when it comes to approvals, if you don't have approvals, you can't go and construct a new home. We already have a supply crunch when it comes to the rental crisis, as well as now people trying to buy their own homes. So what does this exactly mean? Well, that's exactly what I'm gonna break down. If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, when I'm not here, I'm actually on Instagram as well. So definitely go follow me there. I do share some stories and some posts as well that you might find interesting. So I'll leave a link in the description below so you can follow me there. Now, building approvals slumped a decade low as the RBA's interest rate hikes ripped through the economy. Building approvals have slumped to their lowest level in a decade and the supply of new housing is expected to dry up even further in coming months as the reserve banks aggressive interest rate hikes tear through the economy. Now the reality is that when the RBA actually increases rates it's not felt for at least three to six months. So even though we're now starting to feel the pain we're feeling the pain from last year's interest rate hikes. What we've seen is in the previous couple of months we've seen a couple of rate hikes already and we'll start seeing the effects of those in the coming months which is why everyone's so scared going well oh, should we be hiking these rates so quickly because the effects aren't really being felt yet and yes I know we need to be aggressive about inflation but we don't really know what the effect is of these RBA increases anyway. So it's almost like a catch 22. If you wait too long, inflation sticks around, but if you push too hard early, then you do run the risk of actually falling into a recession. Now, what I wanna do is actually go back in time and I'm gonna show you two clips from two videos I made on this channel. Now, the first video is from the 15th of May, 2022. And for context, I'm recording this on the 10th of May. So I don't know when you're watching this, but it's been almost a year since I've made this clip. And it seems like whatever I was talking about supply constraints back then is now true today. So the cost to actually go and build a new home has now increased. That's why we're seeing a pullback in the approval of new dwellings. So you've already got a rental crisis because there's a shortfall of supply. You have increasing demand for the existing supply and you know that the incoming supply is also gonna be stagnated because people don't wanna go out there, developers don't wanna go out there and build property with materials that are at inflated costs. All right, we're back in the present day, let's continue. The total number of dwellings slumped 3.7% to 12,611 in March, a fall in private sector housing fueled the decline. Now the past year has been tough on the construction industry with many builders experiencing a profitless boom, sparked largely from former Morrison government's home builder stimulus. Tradesmen have been locked into fixed price contracts, unable to pass on soaring costs amid an industry-wide supply chain crunch and persistent strong demand. Now what this means for anyone that has never built a home in Australia or you don't know what I'm talking about, a fixed price contract is different to a contract that's flexible and can have price variations. When you go out and you say, I'm gonna construct this home, you go and have an agreement with the construction company and you'll say, look, okay, these are the costs and we're gonna have a fixed price contract. And then that means that protects you from any of the volatility if prices were to soar from there. And that's exactly what happened in this case. Over the last 18 to 24 months, we've seen building costs increase because building materials were so much harder to get to, supply constraints, yada, yada, yada. You've heard it so many times but the cost of building a home increased. And because there were fixed price contracts, these developers couldn't go, oh, well, now my profit margin has gone from 25% to actually I'm making no money. And in some cases, I'm losing money by actually completing this build. Now, legally, in most cases, they have to go through with the actual build. And that's one of the reasons we've seen such pressures on all these building and construction companies because they're effectively working for free. And then when you've got tradespeople that are in such high demand, you're having to pay overs on their actual wages. And to compound all of that, if the construction 
construction company is actually taking debt for any of their materials, for any of their manufacturing or any holding costs. As we've seen those rates increase, their cost to hold that debt increases as well. So to service that debt. And so when you combine all of those things, you start realizing why no one's actually building at the moment. Now let's go to a final clip. And this is from a different video about six weeks after I made that initial clip. And this one was from the 20th of June, 2022. Check this out. Well, is this about to get worse? Well, yeah, it is. You've got less developers actually building homes and you've got less people wanting to hire builders to build homes. And that really is because of inflation. On one hand, you've got inflation, which is causing the cost of building a home to go through the roof. You've got all these elements to build a home that have gone up by 30, 40 and 50%. It then translates into a higher price for the build. Equally, because we've got so much inflation, the rates keep increasing. So people are going, well, is it better for me to go out and buy a property that exists today? I know what sort of mortgage I could get. I could probably fix it for the next five years. I know exactly what my mortgage repayments are. Versus if you go ahead and buy an off the plan or you buy house and land packages or you're about to build a home, you have no idea what the rate will be in 12 months time. And this has been very evident with some people that I speak to where 12 months ago, they could have got a rate for their own home at like 1.9%. But since they've been building the house and there's been delays, then you've got inflation. So the cost of the building's gone up. They not only have to pay extra for the build, so they have a price variation, but they also now have to go and pay twice in some cases more interest on their mortgage repayments. And that is a cause of concern. So there's not enough houses being built and the existing homes are now in more demand. Because if you really think about it, buying a home for say $350,000, you're basically getting the land for free. Because now in order to build a home in Australia, it's costing at minimum 250 to 300 and you've got to wait for at least 12 months and have the uncertainty of what's coming next. So a combination of that is really adding fuel to the fire of demand, especially in these affordable markets. Now, if you do like me revisiting some of those old videos, definitely smash that like button so I know that you do enjoy that. And I'll go through all the content I've got on this channel to showcase how things have changed over time. Now, HIA senior economist Tom Devitt says that builders were yet to feel the full effect of the RBA's 11 interest rate hikes since May last year. This continues the long lagged response of Australian home buyers to the RBA's interest rate hiking cycle with further declines expected in the coming months, Mr. Devitt said. The adverse impact of last year's cash rate increases is still to fully flow through to the official data. Further cash rate increases this year will only have added further weight to these declines. So what he's effectively saying is we're in this mess right now and that's only feeling probably half of the interest rates that have gone up. So once we've gone through the next six months, we're gonna have fully experienced all of those rate increases and that is when there's some pain when it comes to supply of new properties. So would this really be an issue if our population growth was non-existent and we sort of go, okay, well, if there's 10 houses and we're not constructing anymore and there's eight people currently, but our population goes to 10, then there's still one house for one person. Like it's still okay. And I'm using generic numbers, right? We know the population here is a little bit more than 10 people. But if we suddenly introduce record levels of immigration into the country, then you start having a real crisis because what we've seen so far, if any of this data is to play out and we don't see the RBA cut rates anytime soon, we could find ourselves seeing prices increase on most properties despite the cost of the loan being so high, being interest rates. So despite interest rates being at such high levels or even increasing in the last couple of months, we've already started seeing many suburbs around Australia continue to increase in price. That's the basic law of economics. There's more demand than supply, we see prices go up. We've already started seeing that in rental prices, we're gonna start seeing it flow through into the capital appreciation of these properties. To compound to all of this, the fact is, even if you get a building approval, there's no guarantee you actually are going to build. There's been a record number of cancellations on these contracts because perhaps the buyer can't actually get a loan anymore to actually complete the build. And this just further cascades the problem and kicks the can down the road. I don't think this 
supply issues going away anytime soon. In the next 12 to 18 months, we need to see some government intervention to really come in and start fixing some of these issues or just slow down the immigration rate. Whether the market's going up or whether the market's going down, whether there's supply or not supply. I think what you need to understand is that you need to take control of what you can control. And so for me personally, I'm doing everything I've done over the last 10 years and repeating it. I'm going in there and saying, well, if I can find the right opportunity, I'm buying in the right location, then I can be confident in my decision to actually purchase property. If you're interested in knowing exactly when to buy and exactly when to sell when it comes to property, then definitely leave me a comment down below saying cycles and I'll definitely make that video for you guys. I hope you've enjoyed this one and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.